last time on Odyssey. The band members had found themselves in what seemed to be a vision of their final day on Earth. After receiving some mysterious hints that they should meet someone at the shopping mall, they were given a walkie-talkie by which Mr. Dwight contacted them. Dwight, you motherfucker! What do you mean? We figured it out. He let them know, rather cryptically, that his plans had come to fruition and he had decided to help them out as a professional courtesy and out of gratitude, which didn't make much sense to the band members. So you're trying to get us out of here, yes? I'm just doing you a professional courtesy. Even though he had seemingly triggered the gas that originally knocked them out before they woke up in this world, he claimed it was not him that put them there, but rather their own people. He said the band members had been given short-term memory loss drugs and had been reliving an illusion of the same day over and over for quite some time now. You've been reliving this day for quite some time now. And, well, the drugs that have been repeatedly put into your systems to make you have a lapse in short-term memory, they're wearing off. So, this might be your only chance to get out of here. Dwight also explained that the drugs were wearing off and the band members could recover the items they'd had back on the Miss Jackson. He said the items were located at the shopping mall's Hot Topic store. He also gave them a hint, again rather cryptically, on how they might escape and find their friends. It would have been easier if he had just told them plainly, but apparently Chris likes to be overly complicated and mysterious. You hear that, Chris? This shit could have been so much easier for everyone! Also, if you want to get away from here, uh... I would say, have an eye on the sky, and if you'd like to find your friends, an ear to the ground. True to form, on their way to Hot Topic, the band members decided to stop and get Orange Julius. Nothing else, I guess we'll get Orange Julius or something. Hell yeah, I haven't had Orange Julius in like, what, 40 years or some shit. Right? They were suddenly attacked by mall cops. They defeated them and then they were chased by more cops as they fled in James' ugly tour van. They evaded the cops by jumping a drawbridge as it was opening up. And then I'm just gonna squawk the fucking tires and just beeline it right towards this drawbridge that's opening. And so, uh, yeah, you guys clear it. You, you get some good air. It wasn't like super high up at this point anyway. Thinking back to Dwight's Eye in the Sky reference, they had spotted a news helicopter that was referred to as the Eye in the Sky and they decided to make their way to the news station. There, they stole a helicopter and took to the skies where they noticed that the ocean seemed to go out a certain distance and then stop as if it was the edge of the world. The land seemed to have a horizon, but not the sea. Looking out over the ocean, like there's an abrupt stop to it. It goes out what looks to be like a couple of miles and it's definitely not a horizon that you're looking at, like it just stops as if there's an edge to the world. Another thing that you notice uh, as you start to um, look the other direction is that like, as far as land goes, it, it does um, conform to a conventional horizon. It's just over where the sea is that, um, that it doesn't. Ladies and gentlemen, the Aldrins! <laughs> Thank you.
So uh, last we left off, you guys were flying around, in, or not even flying around yet. You just like got up to altitude in a helicopter. James and Allison noticed a bunch of crates in the back that held like laser weapons that you guys are familiar with. And yeah, you guys are, are in the sky above beautiful Cocoa, Florida. Charlotte, you're at the helm, I, I would guess, <laughs> being the resident pilot. Roll a notice check for me. All right. You motherfucker. You know what you just did. I know. <laughs> D4s. You still haven't bought them, have you? The new ones. Different kinds. No, I have not. Um, that's, that's three. All right. So, um, yeah, you're, you're kind of just uh, soaking it all in. It's been so long since you've been piloting um, this kind of vehicle with, like, you know, this kind of haptic sort of feel to it um, as you, like, hold the... the controls there and you're looking over a familiar landscape that you you haven't seen in a a long time and it um, kind of takes you back glancing around you can see um, you know kind of far away you can see the spaceport with the shuttle on the uh, launch pad you can see some uh, some geese flying off in the distance roll all three of you roll um, common knowledge checks for me son of a fucking bitch <laughs> Jesus Christ, Brian! Are you playing Yahtzee by yourself? What the <laughs> fuck? That's a two for me. <laughs> I also got a two. Bonk, bonk. So between uh, Kim and Tim, um, who's got the higher? Uh, um, uh, I smarts. have a, I have a, mi- I have a minus. Oh, smarts. Uh, yeah. Fuck. I have a d6. I got a d8. And Brian, I rolled an eight. You remember that you guys were trying to figure out like um, that ear to the ground thing, right? <laughs> yes, completely. Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. So uh, the thing that comes to mind for everybody um, first is uh, Kim. The closest thing that you can put to to that sort of phrase is that there's um, a a USDA experiment going on outside of Orlando where they're growing salt-tolerant corn. You'd figure, like, corn ears. You drove past it on the way um, when you were driving from your your house to to Coco. Okay. And then, um, Tim, uh, you know of a a weird store that sells uh, hearing aids in Jacksonville. It's the Miracle Ear Store, and it's got a sign that features a giant ear that's like right up on the highway and like on this sign there's like a, a doctor with his body like halfway shoved into here like he's doing surgery inside this ear and it's this like big <laughs> giant sign <laughs> and then uh brian um you know that in uh daytona beach there's a usgs uh seismic observation center where they literally take recordings of uh seismic oscillations in the ground Hey, you guys want to go back to the mall and get Orange Julius's for the rest of this episode? Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Um, no. <laughs> Yo, I just had a thought. It just struck me all of a sudden. Back when I was on Earth with the crime crimes, I wrote this line in a rap song from a, a thing that I heard. I don't even remember where I heard it. And it had to do with, I don't know, fucking earthquakes or some shit. I learned about this seismic place that was, like, nearby. It just occurred to me. This is a really <laughs> loose connection, but 
the ear to the ground thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, they listen to fucking tremors and oh. shit. I'm going to try and find some of the noise-canceling headphones that you wear in, uh, in helicopters and put them on <laughs> while James is talking. All right. <laughs> so, I guess that makes... I mean, there was a corn thing, too, right? Like... What the hell? Well, there was, like, the salt-resistant corn. Ears to the ground? You know, like, ears of... Okay, maybe not. Yo, ears. Right? I get it. <laughs> that don't make no sense. Does it make any more sense than yours? No? Okay. Moving on. <laughs> I don't care. Wherever you think we should go, I guess. So in the meantime, we've been flying to that hearing aid place, the Miracle Ear thing. I've been flying there this entire time. <laughs> okay. Uh, headphones on. <laughs> As soon as you um, start going that direction and you grab for the headset and put it on, you hear um, a call coming in over the um, the radio. It says, uh, flight control to eye in the sky. Uh, flight control to eye in the sky. Do you read? Please pick up. Uh, we don't have you recorded for a flight. I'm going to uh, press the comms a couple of times so that it'll give them static back. Uh, yeah, I in the sky. Uh, th this is Victor. You're not coming through. Um, yeah, is, is this Rebecca or Stan? I, I we just uh, you know locked you out um, a, a little bit ago. I didn't think you'd be getting back up in the air this soon. Uh, can you read me? I will hold it down for an extended period of time, so it seems like I'm saying something for a while. Okay, it, it looks like you're you. There might be something wrong with your uh, comms. Could you try uh, switching channels? I uh, will switch channels and static him again. Sorry, I, I in the sky. We cannot, um, we cannot confirm your flight path. Uh, we we gotta get you down. And I will static and then continue on my path. <laughs> I in the sky. Can you read me? I, I can see that you're trying to do something to respond. You have to put her down. I am going to uh, immediately start nose diving uh, down close to the building. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, what the fuck? I in the sky! I in the sky! <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you just hear, like, a, a bunch of commotion and all this. Um, the radio just starts to uh, get all, all staticky, and then you hear this, like, um, this, like, almost like the test of the emergency broadcast system tone that would come on then you hear like uh, a signal of um you know several beeps of uh certain pitches like some high and then some low like almost like a old router trying to connect to the internet and then it just goes radio silent yeah you almost tossed my salad homie you know i don't like that kind of I'll free fall no shit. Page. <laughs> <laughs> if i was not already buckled in i would be frantically buckling myself in now <laughs> Are you gonna do the um, the, the Dr. Ian Jurassic Malcolm. Park? Yeah, <laughs> Doctor Ian Malcolm, Jeff Goldblum. Yes, yep. that. Tied in a knot. I'm trying. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> it was actually Grant that ties it in the knot, but I, I still like oh, fuck. that you, we went to the same place. <laughs> yeah, uh, I got a two uh, on that, so I'm going to tie it in a knot. <laughs> awesome. And Tim beats him by a big nose. Bum, 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 Not gonna finish that for copyright reasons. <laughs> and so, uh, I'm assuming you did eventually level it out. You didn't just nose timer straight into the ground, right? 
No, absolutely not. The goal was just to make it look like something was going wrong. All right. And so, uh, yeah, you continue um, almost due north if you're going to uh, Daytona Beach there. And um, uh, make a notice check for me as you're flying. Three. All right. You're almost like uh, tunnel vision. You're looking straight ahead. And um, that's all that's, that's your focus right now. And uh, and you you see like a flock of geese that they were um, like heading you know north the same direction you were, and um, all of a sudden they're all banking right now, and uh, they're starting to actually turn right towards uh, towards the helicopter. They're they're still pretty good far away, but uh, they're starting to turn towards you, and they're starting to gain altitude towards your uh, position. All right, we will continue on our way because I mean. What else am I gonna do? All right. Well, uh, roll me a piloting check. Hold on. This stupid fucking cat is chewing on the cord for my lavalier. Yeah. Well, no, you don't get to do that, stupid. Jesus Christ. Anyway, uh, what was I doing again? I'm sorry. A piloting check. Okay. My bad. At the beginning of this campaign, I would say something like, "Allison's not gonna like this," but now I'm like. Fuck, Allison doesn't care about animals. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> the, the last episode I edited, you were like, We used to use birds that had rigor mortis to throw them at dartboard. Listen, they were already dead. Like, it doesn't make any difference once they're dead what you do with them. You use the whole buffalo, right? <laughs> um, that's going to be an eight for piloting. All right. So, uh... You're you're starting to evade um, these these geese. They they've started to to form like a kind of strange formation. Like they, they normally fly in a V, and these like started to spread out and make this sort of vertical diamond pattern to like take up as much space in the sky as they possibly could. As you um, went um, towards, them. you evade um, this first run of them. I want all of you to make a um, notice check now. Notice. Yep. Five. Ooh, double sixes. I can't pick up this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear it that time hitting the table over and over. <laughs> Five. <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, you all noticed that, um, for one, that it's very odd that geese are doing this thing that they're doing. Um, it's almost like they're trying to get hit by your helicopter, um, which you have an idea oh, would probably uh, fuck it up uh, quite a bit. Um, and then also you notice that as soon as you flew past them, they're uh, starting to turn around again, and now they're sort of becoming disorganized, and it's almost like uh, an all-hands-on-deck sort of thing where they're all just trying to um, catch up to you. And they're, some of them are starting to fly like way faster than they should be able to. Those are some really fucked up geese. I'm going to start shooting at them. Uh, are there any, like, skyscrapers that have mostly, uh, mostly windows for the outside of the building? So the thing about this area of Florida, not a whole lot of skyscrapers. Most buildings are pretty close to the ground. Um, back, back south behind you, like in uh, Coco, there might be, like, a couple of hotels that probably around like five or six stories but um 
yeah, until you get to around like Miami or if you're like in Orlando or in Jacksonville is going to be where most of the skyscrapers are. And everybody, uh, you know, especially Charlie knows all the cultures in Jacksonville, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I totally need to get a hold of Tim's wife sometime <laughs> and get her to uh, grease um, Tim's D4s like when he's not looking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Son baby. <laughs> Just put some like baby oil on those things. <laughs> I need you to oil your husband's dice for me. <laughs> you, you need me to what? <laughs> and then just hang up the phone. <laughs> Use a voice modulator too, so it's especially yeah. fucking weird. Yep. <laughs> Say it with MO5's voice. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> if you would do me the kindness of oiling your husband's dice, thank you. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Just the D4s. <laughs> I'm sorry, is this a, is this a prank? Do you, are you trying to tell me to go have sex with my husband? <laughs> this message will self-destruct in 10, 9, 8, 7. Damn, that's a long sequence. Uh, all right. So, um, yeah, you you now, uh, let's actually roll some cards. <laughs> yeah, I'm still keeping like, that going. <laughs> no, you're not. This is unironic. You never, didn't even realize you said it that gonna time. Never going to let it die. No, that was authentic. That's, it's straight up my vernacular now. I'm I'm never not going to say that. <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah, Kim, you're going first. Um, you got um, geese that are like uh, pretty much flying straight at your your window here, and it's the big open side that has like the um, the huge traffic camera and stuff on the gimbal. Excellent. Ooh, we got some fast geese. They're flying after our helicopter. Don't know why they're doing that. All right. So, uh, yeah, you got a six. And um, so that is going to hit and roll damage. It's 2d6 for the pistols. 2d6? Yep, 2d6. All right. That is five damage. All right. Damn, you roll a lot better than I ever do with these things. Um, So, yeah, like uh, this piece you see coming in right for you guys. And... um, the geese now have like red glowing eyes and you uh, shoot it and uh, you get it like right dead center and you see like a plume of feathers just go everywhere then like uh, a big sort of mechanical goose carcass like just lands inside the helicopter and skids on the floor making sparks and shit like that and um, ah, can- yo what the fuck <laughs> and you can see smoke billowing out from the insides yo we got one of the ducks in here it's a goose, you motherfucker. <laughs> There's a motherfucking goose on our motherfucking helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you still have uh, a bunch that are, like, uh, gating on the helicopter uh, quickly. And so um, if you don't want to move or anything or take a, a second action at a penalty, um, we can move no. to uh, Tim will be the, the next one. I will wait. I didn't know we could take actions as penalties. Yeah, if you read the source material, it's 
all sorts of cool stuff. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, Tim, what are you going to do? Evasive maneuvers. Evasive maneuvers. All right, roll piloting. All right. Gonna fly fast, try to get away. Don't know why they're attacking us. Uh, that's <laughs> Okay, yeah, you, you do really well. Um, there's some geese that uh, get uh, in front of the, the helicopter and um, they basically just run straight into each other and it makes like a pretty big explosion. But you're able to yoke up on the, uh, the controls and the, the helicopter just like gains altitude really quickly and banks up and avoids like most of the fireball. You have to come up with some wild holy for this episode. Yeah, I, I'm hoping. <laughs> you need to just call Michael Winslow. <laughs> okay, so um, Brian, you got a, a geese coming in quick um, towards your position at the other window, and it is going to um, make an attack. Before we move on, did that have to do with him in the hot air balloon? What? I specifically remember a Michael Winslow episode where he was in a hot air balloon with whatever the nerd. What Michael are you talking Winslow. about? Michael Winslow talking about is the guy <laughs> from Police Academy who did all the funny noises in Foley. So, so here's what's going on. He's talking about <laughs> Carl Winslow, who is the neighbor of Steve Urkel. Oh my god! <laughs> on the show Family Matters. <laughs> that would be a completely different show if Michael Winslow was on there. <laughs> I'm so proud of myself for understanding a reference. <laughs> Did I do that? <laughs> Damn it. Uh, but, uh, anyways. Alright, um, Brian, does a, uh, six hit your parry? Yes. Alright, and... Does... Ooh, that popcorn. So, uh, eight plus three, eleven. Um, damage to your laser damage out of the goose's eyes. What? I don't even get to have to compare a toughness? Well, uh, that would go against your toughness. It's, it's, you know, shooting at you. But I know your toughness isn't 11. No, it's The goose not. is shooting lasers out of its eyes. These geese are shooting lasers out of their eyes. I want sharks with motherfucking lasers on their heads. <laughs> I'm a spend a bend. All right. Yeah, all these ducks are shooting lasers. I noticed. All right. And um, that duck also, or duck, God, I'm saying ducks now. That, that <laughs> goose, um, after it like hits you with its laser, it also has flown into the helicopter. And so now it is just like um, standing right beside you. And uh, now we are moving on to uh, your turn, Brian. I'm a tase the goose. All right. Roll uh, fighting against this goose. Ah. When I leveled up, I took a level of fighting. I'm smart. R slash, I am very smart. <laughs> Four. That hits. <laughs> Two damage. All right. So uh, <laughs> you reach out, and uh, where do you um, where do you hit this thing? Like in the neck, in the beak? Tasing him right in the butthole. Right in the bottle. So you like give like an arcing motion with your arm and like swoop around to the butthole of the goose and uh it like 
honks excitedly <laughs> as it like um, shakes around in uh, in pain. Mallard ass motherfucker. <laughs> but it does not go down. It, it kind of looks like it powers down for a second. You see the red glowing eyes like go dark, and then they come back up again. <laughs> and this goose is pissed now. another goose that is going to make a shot, laser shot against uh, Allison and that is going to miss it will fly into the cockpit of the um, of the helicopter, or the fuselage it's not all the way in the cockpit yet and then oh. um, we got another goose that has flown around towards the front and is going to make an attack at the vehicle itself and it is going to hit. All right, uh, the helicopter has uh, taken a wound damage. So uh, yeah, the, the front end just like kind of no, it um, doesn't. gets hit. Oh, okay. Uh, it, it doesn't, <laughs> I'm spend a Benny to soak it. All right, cool. Okay, and so there are um, two geese inside that are still uh, alive and kicking. Um, your helicopter has just taken some damage and um, we'll I mean, see the inside. Didn't. Oh, well, that's right. Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> y- you heard it. <laughs> I've just got so much bouncing around in there right now. Like, my, my uh, <laughs> head feels like um, it's being attacked by geese at this very moment. Honk, honk. You, you just heard the uh, the ship sort of maneuver, and, uh, and nothing happened. And it's your turn again now, Ken. Okay, so... Can I shoot at one of the geese that are in here? Yep. Okay. I'm bennying that. <laughs> it's still a double one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um... <laughs> it is not my night. <laughs> roll, um, roll damage, actually. Oh, God. I'm sorry, whoever I shoot. Because that's six. Okay, um, James, what's your uh, your toughness? <laughs> Why me? Did you roll for this, or are you just picking because... Because you're right back there fighting with her, and there are two... He's picking because he knows that my toughness is good, and you're way more <laughs> likely to get hurt by it. <laughs> no, Well, no, here's the thing. They're both in the middle of this helicopter, and the two geese are literally, like, right in this melee with all of them. And so it makes sense if she's just, like, sticking out the, the gun that she never uses and firing it. She's probably going to hit James. Harry four. All right, so uh, you get stunned. Oh my god, I'm sorry, James. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> and um, are you gonna do any other actions, Kim? Um, what would it be if I was trying to like restrain one of the geese? So uh, that would be um, a fighting roll. I'll do that as at. At disadvantage or whatever. Minus two. Well, I did just popcorn that four twice. Okay, so that's eight, nine, ten, minus four, down to six. Alright, and then now roll uh, athletics because it's going to try to like struggle away. Oh, I Not that that means shit. Oh, okay, four. This is the luckiest fucking D4. Eight, ten. Damn it! I rolled a seven. 
So yeah, you now have this uh, goose by the neck. <laughs> I will be aiming it out the out the window in case it can still activate its eyes. <laughs> okay. And that's me done. And now we'll go to Tim, which uh, on the start of your turn, um, you start hearing like a, an electronic jingle and um, your pants pocket is vibrating. I'll pull out my uh, phone. That's what I assume it is. Yep, you, you pull it out and it is uh, Darth Maul Goodman on the line. Holy shit, I can't believe you fucking answered. I've been trying to get in touch with you for, for, for forever. I, I thought you guys were dead again. So, so what's going on? Where are you? Charlie will press a couple of buttons. Oh, God damn it. Not this again. <laughs> All right. Um, I've, I've just seen on the news. There's this giant fucking continent thing busting ass through the central systems. Um, are you on that fucking thing? Press nine. If you are, press one. If no. Press nine. Oh, God damn it. Okay, so, uh, are, are your friends alive, your bandmates, uh, nine or one? Nine. Okay, so what happened on the, the cruise ship? Like, they just disappeared a couple of months ago. Um, wait, that's not, how can you answer that? Um, <laughs> I'll just hit a bunch of buttons at once. <laughs> oh, you know what, fuck it. Call me back when you get your voice back. <laughs> I'll hit I'll hit nine and hang up on him. <laughs> uh, and um, now you can do the, the rest of your turn, whatever you were planning on doing. Um, the geese are no longer trying to get in front of the, the helicopter. Now they're just like sort of like staying behind the back, but then like doing a reverse V and it looks like they're gonna like come around and then do like a pincher maneuver. Um. I am going to hold my action then, and my plan is to keep making it seem like I'm going to go straight, and I want to try and pull up at the last moment. And get them all to run into each other like that? That's the plan, yeah. Yeah, I will hold that action then, and, and just wait, and um, Brian, it's your go. <clears throat> I got stunned at some point. Am I still stunned? Oh yeah, you still are shaken. Okay. So do I roll? Yeah, you can make a spirit roll to recover. Benny that. Uh, I'm going to popcorn it just because I can. 11. Awesome. You have recovered from shaking. And so now you can uh, take regular actions. So. I want to get a sense of how real I think these geese are. As in robots, illusions, actual flesh and blood that have been modified. All right. Uh, roll a, <laughs> a notice check. Eight. Okay. Yeah, you, you very plainly notice that their eyes are literally glowing <laughs> and that like there's one um, sort of sparking and uh, smoldering metal frame of one on the floor next to the one that you were fighting. With that taken into account, I want to curb stomp this what I think is a duck. Okay. And so, uh, roll fighting. One was a one, but I got an eleven. Okay, yeah, that definitely hits. And now, like, what kind of boots does James wear? Does he go with, like, Timberlands? Can he be, can he be wearing those 80s air pump shoes? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> All right, so, um, yeah, I'll give that one. Um, basically, it's a one damage, and then you add that to your um, 
whenever you're doing melee stuff. Oh shit, I didn't use my edge, I forgot I had it. Oh, you got an edge? And now would be the time to uh, apply it if you can. Yeah, he was going to make some jokes about a dead baby. <laughs> <laughs> a dead chew baby. Wow! Whoa! <laughs> Man, that is one hell of an edge. That's not like a, um, a novice edge. That's like way up into fucking... Um, <laughs> You know what that gives you, right? It gives you the ability to teleport behind somebody and tell them nothing personal, kid. Yeah. It triggers if a foe moves adjacent to me. Oh, it triggers, all right. <laughs> oh, you're, you would add your strength, whatever okay. it is, to it. Uh, it turns into three damage. All right, that's uh, enough with the damage you already applied to it. That yeah, you um, stop this goose. <laughs> it gets like oh. <laughs> as it like goes down and crunches on the floor, and that will bring us to uh, the one that Allison is holding. It's going to try to free itself, and it is got a two on the die, so it is unsuccessful. Okay. And um, it is just like flapping like crazy. Okay, I'm gonna take the one goose and beat the other goose. Gonna like nunchuck since it's got that long, uh, <laughs> stretchy neck. Oh yeah, totally, absolutely. All right, so that's a three then. <laughs> oh okay. Yep, these guys are, are not hard to hit, so uh, yeah, that that hits. And I would say if you're swinging a goose, um, <laughs> <laughs> I would say just like James's boots, it's just a one plus whatever your strength is. Oh. Down at the bottom, there you are. Five. Strength, where are you? You're down on the corner, out in the street. So, uh, yeah, you <laughs> you hit the one goose with the other goose, and, uh, and it breaks. You hear, like, a snap, and uh, see the eyes go dead. Do I do damage also, to both geese at the same time? Uh, yes, you will. So, um, yeah, I'll say that applies to, to both of them. So uh, you hear double snaps. <laughs> and um, these geese uh, go down. And um, yeah, before it would uh, go to Tim's um, turn, like the, the geese are going to try to execute this pincher maneuver and roll your piloting to see if you evade it. All right. Uh, well, I just popcorned on my D10, so I'm going to go ahead and guess. Yeah, that's a yep. 12. <laughs> Yep, so like, uh, as soon as you, um, Kim, had smacked the one goose with the other and you feel like the, the two necks break and everything, all of a sudden, like, there's this um, jolt of force, like, uh, forcing you downward as the ship moves upward, uh, the helicopter that is. It's like going up in an elevator incredibly quickly uh, kind of feeling. You start to gain altitude and you see, like, all the, the geese that were in this um, kind of Y pattern surrounding the ship all go towards each other and uh, then they all start to hit each other and do an explosion underneath the helicopter. <laughs> and uh, and this like giant fireball just comes up and you feel like the flames like surround the helicopter and then like even, even come into the windows a little bit. You know, it gets pushed back down from the rotor wash of the, the blade spinning up there and everything, but um, you guys survive it, and uh, the helicopter's still in one piece, and uh, all the geese are, the geese are cooked. <laughs> what the fuck? 
Okay, well, I guess we're out of those. Yo, don't worry, those weren't real ducks. I just saw that it had like sparks and shit. They were geese, for one. And no, of course they weren't. I mean, geese are always nasty. These were just like super bad. Charlotte, roll a notice check for me. You motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) This fucking piece of... Okay! That was like the third try. That's pretty good. Nine. Yeah, you've got a clear path ahead of you. You start to notice a weird phenomenon to your right, which is over uh, eastward. And that sort of artificial horizon that you can see where like it just seems like the ocean just stops after going out several miles from the shore it's almost like clouds are just like um being pushed out of all this area and it's like um forming these big storm clouds over in that um sort of side it's it's almost like the size of the whole sort of horizon there and these clouds are just like building and building and they're super dark and just gaining mass and you start to see like uh, thunderheads um, develop within them, and uh, you feel the wind start to to push the copter a little bit from from that direction. The winds are starting to pick up from the east, and I'm assuming you guys uh, still continue. Yeah, towards, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm not changing any direction. I feel like the more stuff that comes in our way, uh, the the more correct the direction we're going. All right. So uh, yeah, um, it's going to be several you know minutes um before you guys like will you know be really close to it or anything i'll kind of quickly uh just jot down that i got a call from saul and show it to him darth maul or maul i should say (laughs) yeah my bad he can call you here i'll shrug can i talk to him i'll hold out my hand to get her phone i'll toss the phone back uh without looking and hopefully she catches it Yo, put me on three-way call with y'all. And then I will flip off James. <laughs> I will just call back the last number that called. And so, uh, yeah, it, it rings literally one time, and uh, he picks up. Did you get your voice back? Sorry, it's not Charlie. This is Allison. Oh, that's good enough. Um, can you bring me up to speed? What's going on? Uh, kind of. So... We apparently have been stuck in a stimulation of the last day we had on Earth for we don't know how long. And um, things are trying to, like, kill us. We have, like, motherfucking robot laser geese that are coming after our helicopter right now. Um, I have no fucking clue what's actually going on. Oh, well, uh, at least I'm not the only one. It's utter pandemonium everywhere. Ever since, like, you guys left that... uh that memorial concert just there's been a Uh stratification everywhere every system just people are forming sides like some people are are all about the the alterans some people are all about this band called the fucking growlers and um they're just like fighting in the streets there's riots everywhere where the where the growl why the fuck are they rioting over bands that's the stupidest lame thing i've ever fucking heard (laughs) oh it gets even better like um the one side they're, they're always riding around on, on motorcycles with leather jackets and everything. The, and the, the other side, they, they seem to be wanting to wear three-piece suits and ride around on motor scooters. It's the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen. It's everywhere. God damn it. <laughs> I, I'm so glad that none of you know this reference. 
That's the stupidest fuck. Okay, um. So, we were on the ship, you know, at the fake rehab place. And we found out that they were making people flat tattoo creatures. Then they were being put into cold storage, I think. And then we got frozen. And this is the first time I'm remembering all of this. So... What the yeah. fuck? I don't know. So, Charlie said you guys are on the big continent thing. I'm hoping this isn't news to you. There's this giant fucking piece of ground that is just hurtling in full speed towards the central systems. And uh, the news is all in an uproar. They're, like, they, they don't know what's going to happen. They're, they're thinking about just destroying it. Um, the... Whatever it is, it's not answering any of the hailing systems or anything. So there's a giant fucking rock aiming toward the central core planets? Yeah. Coming straight in, like, faster than almost anything we got. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, are... Are there, like, life forms on the planet? Shaped? Whatever? Uh, as much as we could tell. It, it, it looks like somebody just took part of a planet, plopped it up in space, and started, you know shooting it like an arrow. A really, really fast arrow. I mean, we're talking about high, high relativistic speeds. I'm gonna pretend I understand. What are we supposed to do about that? (laughs) Why are you even telling me? I've got no fucking control over anything I'm just trying to find out what's going on with my fucking band and, uh, like, make back some of the money that I've spent trying to keep you guys above water. So if this thing is going to destroy the universe, why do you care? Hey, I always care about my money. Well, I guess you have your priorities straight then. It's what makes me good at what I do. Anyways, just get off of this thing. Because if it gets taken out, you get taken out with it. And find me or get to the Alpine Ring before this fucking concert happens. And, and what? You know, maybe you might be able to make things right. Concert? Okay. What concert? What concert? And then, like, he just hangs up the phone. <laughs> um, okay, so... You remember that concert thing that the, the fake aldrins were gonna do and we were gonna go try to catch them or something? And then we got stuck in that stupid rehab place? Yeah, sure. Okay, so... Um, apparently we are theoretically on a rock that's hurtling across the whole of the universe and we're going to be crashing into something bad. And we need to get to the concert to calm the riots of people on motorcycles versus people on motor scooters. I don't understand, but, uh... Are you feeling all right? No. I think I need to sit down. What kind of a hallucination is this? They got you, like, doing some sort of meta thing where you're, like, in a hallucination but also having a hallucination? It seems that way. I don't... I, That'd make a good movie. I'd call it, like, ins- Inspection. Introspection. <laughs> right. Anyway, um, so we just need to wake up. I don't know how to wake up, though. Do you? We gotta figure out this whole ear-to-the-ground thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Are we there yet? How far away was this Yeah, uh, like, now you're starting to hit turbulence. You're, you're just on the outskirts of, um, of Daytona Beach. So... <laughs> Where exactly are you going to try to land this thing, Charlie? 
What type of area do we have? Do I have any open spaces that I can touch down on? I mean, there's uh, definitely intersections of the road, although you'd have to contend with cars and stuff like that. Um, like the, the buildings in the area that it's in um, are mostly like flat topped buildings, but they're, um, uh, some of them have pitched roofs, some of them, you know, don't. And then also like they're roughly, some will be one story, some will be two. So it'll be somewhat difficult to do, but might be able to manage it. Manage it. Also, there's uh, power lines in the area that you have to contend with. And uh, the wind is really picking up. So it's gonna be kind of a struggle. And then also you could go to the airport um, in Daytona Beach and, and land there. But. I'm going to uh, motion for my phone back from uh, from Allison. Okay, I hand it to you. And I would then like to see if I can hack into uh, the stoplights at the nearest intersection and make them all red. Fuck, there's no Wi-Fi, it's the fucking 80s. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. God damn it. <laughs> Motherfucker, <laughs> never mind. Uh, uh, I'll land on a building. So, um, wait a second. So, uh, when you did that, when you got mad just then, uh, did you get mad in character and do that? Sure, why not? Alright, roll a spirit roll for me. Alright. Oh, motherfucker, of course, it's that die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit! Uh, five. You say all that out loud. <laughs> Holy shit, Charlie, you're talking! So, um... Yeah, I could talk the whole time, apparently. <laughs> what the fuck?! <laughs> That's awesome! Just for, just for future reference, though, so everybody knows, I kind of knew this, and I definitely tried a lot. You know what, fuck you guys, I don't have to explain myself to you guys. <laughs> Tim or uh, Kim, the last couple of times you tried to talk, you were um, the it was coming in real quiet and like kind of garbly. I will sit closer to the microphone. Oh, there you go. That's that's really good. Yo, why the fuck my pee pee hard? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> God damn it, Brian! <laughs> I'm so glad you never make it weird, Brian. <laughs> I can only. Only get so erect. <laughs> I fucking hate you so goddamn much. Uh, well, good thing we won't get any letters or angry, angry tweets about that. <laughs> Just for that, I'm gonna start write. I'm gonna start writing a, a story about a guy that has peens that uh, start just appearing randomly on his body. <laughs> no. <laughs> And you're and you're playing the fucking character, Brian. No! They're all hard at the same time. <laughs> oh god. Oh man, if that happened, you'd probably pass out like from all the blood. <laughs> you would for sure pass out. And so then you'd be this like unthinking like crawling penis creature. That... The sea anemone of penises? Yeah, you'd, you'd like move around like a caterpillar where they're just like, um, you know, the blood is going to the front ones and then it like moves along through the ones on the sides and stuff as the front ones get soft and... What the fuck? 100% after Sean hears this, this will end up being in his like fucking uh, Eldritch Dream Games book. Oh man. <laughs> uh.
Hey, everybody needs a penis golem in their uh, game, you know what I mean? <laughs> yep. So, uh, yeah, which, um, are you going to try to get the closest and try to land, like, r- almost right on top of it with the buildings and having to dodge the light poles? Or are you going to try to choose a close intersection and deal with the cars? Or are you going to go to the airport? We're, we're, doing which a, is... we're doing a building. Okay, cool. All right, so, uh, yeah, you're, you're getting close and, um... You get to where you can see the uh, the the big ear in the distance with the <laughs> the you know half end of the doctor sticking out of it, and it, it's like got a ladder that the doctor's standing on to get inside the ear. And, you and saw you see... this somewhere. This is real. <laughs> oh, it definitely is. <laughs> <laughs> this is too too fucking real for you to have made up. <laughs> and so, uh, you uh. Let's see. Yeah, you're you're coming in on the the landing here. You can see the the ear sign and all that. You can see cars like start to um, notice that this helicopter should not be this low, and like coming in like this. And so they're starting to like stop in the street and like swerve and all this kind of shit. And uh, you see a couple of like fender benders happen, everything, and um, the wind is like just super like picking up and it's trying to. Um, force the the chopper to go sideways a bit as you're trying to line up this landing so um roll a uh a piloting check for me to to land on this roof uh benny uh seven yeah it's sketchy for a bit and there's a point in time where you like touch down but then a gust happens and it picks the chopper up a little bit like about five or ten feet and you have to like you know hold the controls really strong to, to keep it from um, you know getting out of control and going sideways on you and then you slowly you know get it back down again and the rotors start to spin down soon enough it's uh, safe to, to get out I will do that and uh, as you get out um, like there's uh, just like a crowd of people that are starting to stand and stare at this helicopter that just landed on the roof of the Miracle here building and has these uh, people that get out that are basically um, you know dressed crazier than they've ever really seen before crazy even for the 80s I'm going to uh, approach the side of the roof and okay. I'm going to say and I'm going to say kind of loud like, friends Floridians countrymen go fuck yourselves and mind your own fucking business jesus christ (laughs) and then she's just gonna go back to what she was doing (laughs) you see uh a couple of like groups of people like they start talking to yourselves like i didn't expect that at all (laughs) like um (laughs) (laughs) uh are you guys bringing your guns with you are these uh rifles that were in there absolutely right you're bloody well right yes i have my pistols all right, and uh, there's a um, roof access um, ladder that's on the, the side of the building, kind of like that um, exits out into the alley, kind of on the, the side of the store. It's, it, it's also um, right next to a mattress firm, and you can see um, <laughs> a female employee that's uh, standing outside just not having it that day. <laughs> Does She's... she look like she might be locked out? <laughs> uh, I think so. Like, yeah, uh, you see her run up inside the door, um, you know, and then <laughs> she, 
you see them walk over to the payphone and uh, throw a quarter in and, and she's calling somebody. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right, so one person will get that joke. Yep, exactly <laughs> one. <laughs> Good. Uh, and uh, I guess I'll lead everyone around to the front to go in the front door, I guess. All right. Uh, yeah, you, you um, get up to the front door, and now you're, like, standing right right by this <laughs> sign with the big fucking ear and all that. And um, it's got, like, a really big brick sort of um, base to it. And, and there's the, the ladder with the, the fake doctor guy, like, you know, his ass end is sticking out of this um, this ear thing. And it's definitely the, one of the weirdest things you've ever seen. Yeah, you, you go inside the place, and uh, it's, like, it's got a bunch of, like, pamphlets, you know, about hearing loss everywhere. <laughs> and uh, there's a couple of walls that have different types of, uh, of hearing aids. And um, there's a bespeckled man, uh, bespeckled... <laughs> <laughs> the spectacled man behind the uh, <laughs> counter. <laughs> uh, Charlie will say, uh, "We just gotta go in your back room real quick. It's fine." Uh, uh, yeah. He starts holding his hands up. He sees your guns. He's like, "Yeah, yeah. Um, anything. Yeah, it's, it's right back there. It's unlocked." Oh, we're not here to rob you unless you have something we need. Then we might, but not like <laughs> real robbing. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever you need. We're probably still dead, so you're fine. I what? just walk to the back room. <laughs> I said we're probably still dead. It's fine. And then I'll walk into the back room. Hey, yo, you got any sort of, like, earpieces that have little antennas on them and help you, like, hear things and shit? Uh, um, uh, and you see him kind of stutter, and then he, like, his hand's shaking, and he points over to, to the wall with um, certain pieces on it, and, like, up at the top, like in the, you know, kind of top shelf area, um, over to the right, you see this one and it's like beige. It's got this like big dial on the side and it's got <laughs> one of those like um, curly wires that goes around it um, that uh, like lead to this little sort of um, curved beige uh, battery pack thing. Yo, that shit is retro. Let me try it on. Y yeah, take, take it. Just, I, I don't want to get hurt. Neither do I. Alright, and you put it on and, um, uh, roll a, uh, a vigor check. Three. Okay. So, as soon as you put it on and you turn the dial, it gives you that, like, super high-pitched squeal right in your ear. <laughs> and, um, and you're like, ah! And, Yo, what the uh, fuck? You are now um, deaf in that ear for the next um, half hour. <laughs> now you got total uh, tinnitus going on. Yeah, I said I didn't want to get hurt, homie. You turn the volume up, the the gain way too much. Like, what? it's just too much, man. Shit! All I hear is this ringing in this ear. Do you have hearing problems? Huh? No. No, I got these because I was, like, doing rapping and shit, and it helped me, like, you know, not to keep putting headphones on, taking headphones off, and it would mic me and all this shit, but these, these are shit. These aren't the shit. These are just shit. What's wrong with you? They're, they're hearing aids. Oh. I guess I thought this was a different kind of store. 
I'm gonna join my party. <laughs> yeah, you walk in there and they are in the um the stock room and uh they're like rifling through through boxes and uh, and all this kind of shit. Like going through papers, moving like desks and sort of shelvings around and stuff like that. And uh, roll a research check, you two. Okay. Five. Negative one. All right. Charlie, you're, you're really uh, fixated. You see like a uh, sort of scratch on the, the sort of concrete floor in this room that um, is right by a shelving unit sort of thing. And so you're you're like moving the shelving unit back and forth and like trying to, you know, jimmy it off the wall and all this kind of shit. And um, it, it's moving, but uh, you can't quite like, you know, force it out of the way or anything. And then, um, Kim, you, you've pretty much gone over everything in the room and it just seems like it's a, a stock room for a, a miracle here place. What are we supposed to be even looking here? There's just, this is just a hearing aid store. I don't see anything of note. You guys were arguing and, well, I couldn't talk at the time, so I made an executive decision. Right. So we need to go either to Corn or to that, um, whatever the fuck James was talking about. Well, let's be honest, Allison. If we're choosing between literally anything that James is talking about and something else, you know what the option is. Okay, but mine involved corn. <laughs> I don't necessarily think that I'm thinking correctly. Uh, well, I mean... Are you literally trying to tell me right now that we need to go with one of James Lamb's ideas? <sighs> well, I mean... Okay, so I in the sky was a helicopter. Uh, you guys are going to have to talk a little louder. All I hear is ringing in this ear. It's Shut really up, throwing... James. What? <laughs> <laughs> You hear uh, thunder start to um, crack on the outside. Thunder! <laughs> Flight of the bumblebees. <laughs> um, I guess uh, grab James by the collar and start holler- or hauling him to the roof so that we can take off towards the stupid thing that he told us about. So, um, roll me a notice check when you get back into the front of the, the building. Like, you're still inside the building, but the, the front part where the main store is. Seven. 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 Fancy that. Yeah, you, you all, like, walk up there, and you're, you're making a beeline right for the front door, um, and you start to notice like um, sort of a, a blinking red and blue reflection on the glass and um, you start to see it like in the glass of stores across the street and um, you instantly all turn your head towards uh, the shop owner and you see that um, he's got his hands back up and there's a phone receiver like on the um, on the front counter um, still like uh, you can hear like a voice talking through it but um, he's put the phone down so uh all you can hear is the indistinct mumbling you motherfucker i want to pick up the phone and listen sir just uh hold on we'll have units there right away don't do anything stupid sir sir i'm gonna say huh you said unit and i'll hang up the phone (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, and then as you uh, near the front door, you can start to hear the um, the sirens, you know, coming down the street, and um, it's starting to like it's just torrential downpour. You hear thunder cracking everywhere. The wind is going crazy. Yeah, when you open the door to go outside, the wind is so strong it like just pulls the door right out of your hands and it slams against the wall. And um, like you know, people have already over the like few minutes that you guys were. Um, trying to, you know, look for this secret entrance in the, the stock room of this place. Almost all the cars have, like, kind of cleared out of this area. You notice um, when you look up at that uh, sign, it's, like, whistling from the wind blowing through, like, all the, like, curved pieces and everything. And you notice that the, the guy that's, like, halfway sticking out of the ear, like, um, it's, like, rocking back and forth. And uh, there's, like, a, a little bit of... Um, something you can see behind it, like inside the ear. Well, I guess I'm going to go and investigate the seat. Alright, so uh, you walk, it's like pretty difficult to, to walk in this wind so you're having to like lean really far into it and uh, um, there's that ladder that goes from the ground that up to this area and it's um, basically like a regular scale ladder like the, the you know, weird scientist doctor guy that's sticking out of the ear is supposed to be like human sized in this thing. You start to climb up there and roll uh, athletics for me. Five. You, you get up there and um, this fake plastic body is kind of in your way, um, but with the, the wind blowing so hard, like you can see it rocking even more and um, you uh, grab a hold of its leg to kind of like, you know, pull yourself up to um, inspect it closely and you feel like a little latch by the shoe where the buckle is. Uh, I guess I'll undo it. All right. And that thing, uh, I'm going to need you to roll an athletics check again because when that thing lets go, it flings open just like that door does. That's a four. Okay. You just barely uh, make it. It like, you know, kind of pulls you over to the side and you're like hanging from the half of a body now and um, you're able to just like barely um, keep a grip on that handle enough to like rock your body back over to grab the actual ladder and um, once your you're um, right. once you're um, you know firmly back on the ladder again you notice that it was a like that body was covering a hatch in the middle of this ear and there's like a, a big hole there and there's like a um, another ladder inside it that leads downward and uh the the sirens are now like really close and you can see like the reflections of the the blue and um, red lights like on all the reflective surfaces in this area uh charlie will yell out hey dipshits i think there's something in here and she'll start crawling in i will follow yeah all right all right yeah, you can, um, like, uh, just hear the squad cars, um, pull in as you guys are, um, just getting your feet inside this thing, and, um, you, you just hear, like, tires squeal, and they all jump out, and you hear, like, cops going, oh, get inside the store, like, they gotta still be in there, and, uh, you hear them, like, running in, and as you climb down this ladder inside, the, the sound from outside, the, you know, wind and the lightning and all that kind of stuff starts to, to fade, and, um, there's bright lights, down at the bottom of this tube and uh as soon as it feels like you're you're probably about like maybe 30 feet below ground level um you enter into this into this well-lit room 
and there's a bunch of um, tubes. They, they kind of look like bank teller tubes, but human size. I'm going to go ahead and uh, put myself in one of the tubes. All right. Are the rest of you going to? I watch first before jumping in a random bank teller <laughs> tube. Uh, okay. So uh, Charlie gets in. And he, like, sinks down into the ground, like, super, super fast. Like, and you can feel, like, the suction in this room as, like, the air goes to fill that void. And, um, as, like, a few seconds later after, uh, his went down, another one, like, comes up and replaces it. Uh, that's empty. Cool! I will go get in one. Alright. And Brian? Oh, I think he's, like, talking to his dad or something like that. His mom had to come and give him his messages. So, Brian, <laughs> William called. He was wondering if you guys wanted to hang out again. You were going to go down to the library and play some of the songs on your guitar. Are you back, Brian? Earth to Brian. Hi. Are you going to play Hi. some songs on your guitar, Brian? <laughs> it was my dad this time. <laughs> he was doing your dad's uh, voice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know where I inherited it. <clears throat> this is not the night for me to have drank this much whiskey. I remember <laughs> we were in a hallucination, and then suddenly Charlie got her voice back, and then we were on a rock spinning through space, and now there's bank tubes. Yep. <laughs> Just get in one. Just join us. Just come. Okay. <laughs> I dive in the bank tube with them. All right. And so, uh, yeah, you two both uh, get inside your respective bank tubes, and they both... And I mean, like, this thing is like a roller coaster on steroids. You have never felt a rush, like, in even all of your space travel, all of that. This thing goes fast. And um, it it's just like a completely horrific experience in this thing. But it doesn't last very long. It's only about maybe 10 seconds. And somehow um, you're, you're now oriented a different way. Because you went down, but like when you come out of it, you're facing like you had just come up out of something. I'm sensitive to zero G. Does this trigger me? Nope. Okay. You, you step out of this tube, and it's like a completely different landscape. Everything is um, sort of metal and constructed, and like there's bright lights everywhere, except the sky is like completely pitch black except for just tons and tons and tons of stars like the brightest um night sky you could ever imagine seeing and then um you look over to your left and right and you see these like uh giant things and you can't even tell how far away they are they're so big yet like you could you can perceive the distance on them and they just have like these massive jets of energy pouring out of them um, in the direction towards the sky amongst all the stuff that you can see uh, you kind of look amongst all the stuff it's like one giant unending city you can faintly pick out this um, white and black and randomly other colored uh, thing that you recognize as your tour bus aka the, the space shuttle challenger and it's um, on, on like a platform, then it's like kind of got these things bolting it down and there's like a bunch of people studying it and taking a look at its parts and all that kind of stuff. 
gotta see, it's gotta be the weirdest talk we've seen. I mean, it's been a while, right? And if you wanna take a look inside, join our Discord. The link's in the description, cause there's so much more. Once you've given us a listen, you're missing our memes and chatting in all of our games. We got TTRPGs to join, free to play. Buster Cap signing off with his really big dong. And for all of our links, go to lcpdnd.fart. <laughs> <laughs> Soon enough, like we're, there's just gonna be more recording bots than there are just people in the show, <laughs> just so we can make sure. Like I have two recordings personally on me right now. I feel like one of those um, when someone has a press conference and they have like 19 microphones up on the podium in front of. Them. <laughs> uh, so um, the rifle is the the one that was um, or the the three boxes that were in there. What? And then, um, Oh, the stats you're posting. Okay. Yep. And then also, um, Allison, you still had the two pistols from earlier that you uh, still have. I don't think you've ever used on the show. <laughs> no, but you have them. Yep. Allison doesn't actually have shooting skills. Doesn't mean you can't try. Think about all the skills that you don't have that I make you roll all the time. <laughs> Alright, need to put the lid on my spaghetti. So I'm not going to finish that right you now. You touch my spaghetti! My spaghetti. Be cool about fire safety. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? Like, if I had to guess a random thing that I was just about to hear, that would have never been... <laughs> that was just a war that was just a warning for all of our west coast friends when they listen to this that's all recycle reduce reuse and close the loop (laughs) do you guys remember the recycle dinosaurs i didn't never heard that one i remember fire safety I would hope you remember fire safety. I also, uh, I remember the entire address to Stick Stickley's fucking uh, P.O. box. <laughs> Do you remember that from Nickelodeon? Oh. oh I didn't have Nickelodeon as a kid. Yes. Oh. I remember Stick Stickley. Uh, I don't remember his. Right to me. Stick Stickley, P.O. box 963, New York City, New York State. <laughs> Fuck, I don't remember the zip code. 50518. That's it. <laughs> I remember uh, Scruff McGruff, Chicago, Illinois, 60652. <laughs> I definitely remember that one for sure. Take a bite out of crime. Yep. Oh, boy.